The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome to the show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Paul, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Redford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com, that's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S, CFP.com. If you'll jump in and be a part of the show, click email the show or any of the social media links on the website. Let's talk Kim Kardashian. It's interesting. I haven't seen this story. I wonder if you have seen it. Probably if you are a follower of Kim K. But the Securities Exchange Commission apparently has fined Kim K $1.26 million for endorsing crypto token on Instagram. So apparently she was pushing something that didn't go... Uh, as well for investors as uh, the SEC wanted to have. She will pay $1.26 million to settle SEC allegations that she broke U.S. rules by touting a cryptocurrency token without disclosing she was paid for the promotion. The SEC said Monday, Kardashian was paid a quarter of a million dollars to post, good God, to post on her Instagram account about Emacs tokens, a crypto asset offered by Ethereum Max. Kardashian didn't admit or deny the regulators' allegations as part of the settlement in which she agreed not to tout any digital assets for three years. Man, what a life, right? What a life. Your Instagram or social media following is so large. This company gave her a quarter of a million dollars. Now, it ended up costing her a million dollars. More than she got paid in fines. But that's where I'm going with that. I'm just thinking, wow, what an influence these people have on our society. It's amazing. The SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, has previously warned that celebrities touting cryptocurrencies it deems securities need to make clear to investors if they are paid for the backing. In 2018, the regulator fined Floyd Mayweather and a music producer, D- music producer DJ Khalid for failing to disclose payments they received for hyping initial coin offerings. Kardashian included hashtag AD at the bottom of the post in 2021, according to the SEC. Despite that, the SEC said investors weren't made aware of her being paid for the ad. It's a rule... Uh, and that's why she's in trouble. You know, if you're going to be paid for endorsing an investment, a security, uh, the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission said you got to disclose that, apparently. Uh, but no one seems to care. <laughs> that just people somewhere thought that, hey, 
Let's pay Kim K a quarter million dollars. She'll tout our crypto, and we'll just see a lot of buyers. I'm like, what? Who? What? Shocking to me. It's very shocking. The world we live in is just extremely, extremely shocking. Now, it's coming across an article earlier. If you're just tuning in, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qual, certified financial planner. Now, looking at an article of why uh, some advisors uh, are frauds, you know, the ones that get hit with the big fraud cases. You know, they're defrauding their clients, they're stealing money, embezzling, uh, they're running Ponzi schemes. All the stories we've heard a hundred thousand times and uh, heard often on this show. We talked about several advisors getting called on this show. But the theory was, or the article was about what, in theory, what makes them do what they do. And uh, skimming over, of course, it's greed, right? It's greed. Greed and no character. Uh, They're just criminals. And... um, but the thing is, with the world that we're living in today, and investors are smart. They're getting, well, man, when I started this show over 10 years ago, um, I think things, in my view, were kind of dire straits as far as the public's perception of financial advisors. What I mean by that is that the public, uh, you, everyday folks, didn't have a good idea of who was a, a real financial planner and who wasn't. Who could decipher? You weren't very good at deciphering salespeople uh, from uh, real, true fiduciaries. And that has kind of flipped in the last decade. Uh, to me, it's what I've observed. That pe- the public has gotten very educated on what questions to ask an advisor to determine if they are a certified financial planner, if they are a fiduciary, if they are fee-only uh, but here's the, the other side to this coin, is that the industry has also gotten smarter, too. And the industry has evolved in ways to mask advisors who don't serve your best interest. And I'm kind of in my mind's eye envisioning if there's any advisors listening to this segment that isn't fee-only, that is on some level a salesperson. I know what they're thinking. Yes. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, even though I accept some commission, you know, I sell some things on commission, I'm still serving my client's best interest. And maybe you are. You know, maybe you're one of the rare ones that isn't swayed or motivated. But that's the, that's the nature of a salesperson, right? If you, it, it's that go-getter, you know, got to make the sale, always be closing mentality, that is the underlying conflict with the client. So, you know, if you're in a sales contest and you're trying to sell this to win a trip, and all, you may have sold that product for your client uh, anyway without that incentive, but I doubt it. Here's why. Here's why I believe this. Most people, or most advisors rather, who... Do not get compensated for their individual product recommendation. That is just the basic description of fee-only compensation. They don't recommend the junk that the commission-based advisors are selling. Very rarely do a complex annuity or insurance contract will enter into 
um, the financial life of a fiduciary fee-only financial planner or the lives of their clients because there's no incentive. So circling all the way back, I don't think you're able to serve your client's best interest if you have a conflict like commission or sales incentives. And I asked the industry, you know, we can't dictate everybody's life. We got to let people run business their way. And I don't know the solution. And I'm never a big fan of government. Uh, but I've always had the idea, let's just split it up. If you want any type of income on commissions or incentives, then you are from now on called a financial salesperson. You can't inc- you can't call yourself an advisor, a planner, a wealth manager, whatever other cuckoo names they come up with to disguise what they really do. And then if you are on the other side where you do not take any outside compensation for recommending any investment or financial product, you're on the other side. There is no middle anymore. Just remove it. Either you sell on commission some or all the time, or you do it none of the time. And that would make it very clear, very clear to you as the consumer in the marketplace when you're going to hire or you're determining whether to keep your current financial planner or advisor. What side they're on will help you in that determination. But you know my advice, it's never been different. You want conflict of interest free advice, make sure they're independent. They only work for you. Make sure they are a certified financial planner and make sure they're only paid the fee only way. And uh, most advisors don't check all three of those boxes. And if your advisor that you're looking at or currently employing doesn't check all three of those boxes, get a second opinion because you never know. What bad money path you could be heading towards until you get that second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. More stuff. Let's go. See bucks early down the street with the brim pool way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of his feet. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor, but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back to WGNS and me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, your host. Let's go! 
Radio, let's examine why. This is a strange article. To me, why work longer isn't great retirement advice. So what's that talking about? You're having a meeting. You're discussing your financial uh, retirement picture. And uh, your advisor says, well, you're going to come up short. Just work longer. According to Market Watch and the author of this article, work longer isn't great retirement advice. Let's see why. Financial planners typically advise you to work as long as you can so you can juice up. Do they? Do they? No, that's a, I'm the opposite. If I have a client that's close to retirement and they're coming to see me to see if they can retire, I'm not saying just keep on working. Put your goals aside. We're trying to help people meet their goals. So if you, there's a, any way possible to retire, I'm not going to tell you to work longer. But according to this article, financial advisors typically advise you to work as long as you can so you can juice up your retirement savings while holding out for a fatal, fatter social security check. But such advice presumes that you have the luxury of deciding when to stop working. Tens of, Amer- tens of millions of Americans don't. Retiring early or even at full retirement age. See, that right there is referring to Social Security. I feel like, I don't know, is it? it's not me. And maybe I wouldn't get it to be not you. I don't care what the Social Security Administration defines as early retirement or full retirement age. I determine what I think is full retirement age. So many people... In the last few years, especially, I've come to my office, well, i got to wait till my full retirement age. And I'm like, what do you mean your full retirement age? Well, i got to wait till I'm 66 or 67. And I'm like, you're talking about Social Security? They're like, yeah, that's my full retirement age. I said full retirement age is whatever you deem it to be. Don't let the government administration dictate your financial life. Anyway, uh, retiring early or even at full retirement age, Social Security's full retirement age is a little more than a joke for those tens of Americans. Most folks have a fraction of the assets they'll need. Uh, unless you work for the government, you don't have uh, pensions anymore. Uh, decades-long trend of companies sifting, shifting the finances of retirement off their balance sheet to the backs of the workers is a common trend. That's just referring to pensions have went away, 401ks have taken their place, and it's up to you to save your own retirement funds. Uh, the Federal Reserve in a 2020 report said that white families have the highest level of both median and mean family wealth. Uh, let's see. Well, no, I had to make it a race thing. Uh, now, because the Fed's data on Hispanic and black, uh, the median wealth for Hispanics was 36 grand, black families 24,000. It is significantly less. I, I just, you know, is financial planning. Should it be adhered to in different fashions based on race or nationality or that's it's, it's math, right? This is where I am financially. Doesn't matter about your race. This is where I'm at. I want to go to this. This is my goal. That's the job as a planner, right? Don't come out from a different perspective of uh, based on everybody starts from a different place, no matter what. You, or nationality, or creed, or sex, or gender, or whatever. But some people just don't have the option to work longer. So I, I think we should address this and kind of just change gears altogether, make it more applicable to real life situations. Obviously, this is kind of a 
a liberal biased financial article here, I think. So let's make it. Let's just let's just cut out all the bull and let's get down to uh, what I think is applicable in the financial planning world as it relates to you. So you care about what I think, or you wouldn't be listening to this show. So on the financial planning world as it comes to retirement and working longer, I think the bigger question is you've retired, but you're scared of what to do, or you're maybe you're near retirement. You're scared of what to do if there is a market decline. Right after you retire, will you have to go back to work, or should I go back to work? Those are all great conversations and questions to have because those are things that need to be addressed. So let me give you a scenario. You retire. Let's say you're getting 2000 a month off of your investments. You maybe got 1500 a month from Social Security. And so you got a $3,500 a month check coming in in addition to what your spouse has. And you, know, you combine numbers like that for two people with no debt. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good standard of living in retirement. Uh, especially in the area we live in where cost of living is not crazy like it is in some states but the question would be well okay that works if everything if everything goes my way but what if there is a market decline a 20 30 percent 40 percent stock market decline in the first year of my retirement the second year third year what about if it happens right the year i'm supposed to retire let's say you're supposed to retire in 2022 you know, the market's been down for most of the year. It may rebound before the end of the year. Uh, it's been certainly on a trend to do so lately. And you just have a conversation because it won't change the advice that your financial advisor or planner is giving you about retirement because it's those are unknowns. But I think just by getting it out there and say, hey, I talked about it. I heard his opinion. I heard what the game plan was. If in the year or two before I retire, there's a market decline, or the year or two after I retire, there's a market decline, will I have to cut my spending or go back to work? A lot of things in life have to do with expectations. And we forget this, don't we? We forget now, if, we, if we've been doing something or we're an expert at something and we know it's A, B, and C is the process, we know what to expect after part A, what to expect after part B, and what to expect after part C. We have all the expectations. We've been doing it over and over, repeated this process. You know, there's some variances, but nothing too abnormal. Whatever the scenario, we're kind of painting with this broad analogy here. But if we have clear expectations... And we believe in those expectations of what's to come. Um, what's the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? What's the average scenario? That sort of thing. It removes some of the fear. And a lot to have to do with money and retirement and whether or not you have to go back to work or working longer or cut your spending. and Are you going to be okay in retirement? Those are all things that the correct expectations can help with and you know a lot of uh, about investing you know the, the sexy stuff is about you know growth and gains and taxes and saving money and all the stuff that's kind of fun and you know, building wealth and all that stuff but at the heart of managing someone's financial life no matter what the financial goal is managing their personality I'm not saying you got to be a dr freud or a dr phil 
but having an understanding of putting perspective into someone's life and in regards to their financial planning situation, retirement planning, or whatever financial goal they have, and letting them discuss and talk out the fears to set correct expectations will go a long way of financial planning success. What is the biggest deterrent of success in the financial planning realm? Well, let's talk about what you can control. You can control how much you're saving. That's to do with your budgeting. Where you're saving. And the cost of what you're saving in, like the investment expenses. You really can't control. You, know, you can vote and all that stuff. But you have no control over taxes or inflation, interest rates, all that stuff. So you get down to just past the, 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 the one plus one equals two basics of financial planning math. It's about emotion. It's about personality. It's about expectations and setting the correct expectations, managing expectations. Too many times people are scared of what they don't know because they don't know. And that's not just money. That's everything. So set the correct expectations with your financial life. Uh, and then you can have those tough conversations pre-retirement, post-retirement. If you don't have a financial planner, you can kind of lean on during tough times or scary or fearful times just asking the tough questions. Like I told you last second, get a second opinion. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls. Keep it locked in on here on in the club with the lights off, but you act a shy fog. Come and show me that you're with it, with it, with it, with it, with it. Stop playing how you know that I'm with it, with it, with it, with it, with it, with it. What you act a shy fog? Just give me you, just give me you, just give me you. That's all I wanna do. And if what they say is true, if it's true, I'ma give it to you. I'ma take a lot of stuff, guaranteed. I can back it up. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. You have worked your entire life for what you have and you deserve to determine how your assets are passed on to your loved ones. Make sure your estate plan is in order by calling John Baker, estate planning attorney today at 896-5621. Estate planning is not about you, but those you leave behind. For more, go to bakercouncil.com or call 896-5621. Give it to me, I'm worth it
no books to sell. Not peddling any live event tickets or financial products or seminars or annuities or any of that junk. We'll leave that to the other guys. We're just going to talk about real life financial planning topics. Help you make better money decisions. You want to jump in, click email the show or any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. If I haven't already said it, I'm the host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in the area. Let's talk about FTX. This is all the, the rage, right? FTX and crypto. And I think majority of Americans... And I could probably get in this boat on some level. They don't know what the hell cryptocurrency is and why does it matter? It's kind of a hard concept to explain, right? Uh, fiat currency and cryptocurrency. But anyway, uh, you could look that up on your own time. Let's talk about FTX. Uh, Binance and FTX, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, reversed on a deal to save the company. Last week, I guess it was last week, maybe longer than that, the cryptocurrency exchange FTX filed for bankruptcy. So FTX, sure it stands for something. I'm not going to look it up. You can do that on your own time. So it was a place to buy and sell crypto. And it went going out of business. A downfall that stunned crypto insiders and sent shockwaves through the industry. The collapse cap. Days of whiplash for FTX after its rival and the world's largest crypto exchange, Binance, pulled out of a deal to acquire the company. FTX's new chief executive said in the bankruptcy filing he had never seen such a complete failure of corporate control. What is FTX? It's the world's largest crypto exchange. So that's... Maybe we'll get into it. This is from the New York Times. Maybe we'll get into uh, this, the, the ins and outs of this. Maybe we may run out of time. But how, if Bitcoin is doing so well as far as the demand, or it was, is what drove the price up to almost $70,000 for one Bitcoin. Uh, is it just the decline? Is the trading wasn't happening? How does the world's largest exchange go out of business? Anyway, he was based in the Bahamas and ran by uh, Bankman Freed. If I spell his, couldn't pronounce his name right. It spent millions of dollars lobbying U.S. legislators to institute crypto-friendly regulation. The company had built its business on risky trading options that are not legal in the U.S. The crypto industry overall has increasingly been a target of regulatory scrutiny on Capitol Hill and across the globe. Uh, let's see. What do we know about his bankruptcy? FT, FTX filed for bankruptcy at the end of the week after Binance said no to their deal. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What else is going on here? How is this affecting the industry? The crypto industry has long struggled to convince regulators, investors, and ordinary customers that it is trustworthy. The collapse has kicked off investigations, investigations by the Justice Department and the SEC, focused on whether FTX improperly used customer funds to prop up uh, Almeida Research, a trading firm that the, uh, I guess, FTX main guy also founded. When the cryptocurrency market experienced a $2 trillion crash uh, earlier in the year, FTX offered financial lifelines to several collapsing firms. Uh, its fall has rippled through the industry lenders, such as BlockFi and Genesis have announced pausing in operations. Why did they run into trouble? Traders use FTX for operations like paying transaction fees, 
last year, the CEO or chief executive of Byant and Byant sold his stake in FTX back to the founding member who paid for it partially with FTT tokens. Now we're getting deep in the weeds there. Um, so someone along the way did some pretty shady stuff is what it sounds like. And they didn't want to make the deal work, so it wouldn't make it. But it's still, like, you're running the largest, according to this article, cryptocurrency exchange. And you run it so poorly, so poorly, where you do some shady stuff that it goes out of business. And it hurts your own type of, your own calls, right? So they just said early in the article that it had given so much money. Uh, to lobbyists to make the laws favorable in their way. Uh, a lot of people got into the crypto market late. They got in in 2020, 21, and really have only seen the decline as of uh, recently. Uh, don't ask for my opinion on where the crypto market is heading. I don't think anyone knows. I think it's like gambling. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. Maybe you'll hit it big most of the time that you want. Now, the ship has sailed in the Bitcoin uh, for now. Uh, we'll see if it comes back. Uh, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. If you want to comment, you want to disagree, you want to tell me how much you just love the show, email <laughs> the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Uh, my website is jasonqualscfp.com. I'm back at you right after this short break. over your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonqualscfp.com. Keep it simple. 
There are no gimmicks. There are no shortcuts. There are no uh, newfound ways to sound financial planning. And that has really been true for decades and decades, if not all the time. Uh, You control how much you save, where you save it. Make those decisions wisely. You also control who you hire and who you take advice from. Now, we've got some of the younger group saying, don't ever hire a financial advisor that is in it for themselves. It's a shame that we think that or the public thinks that. But on this show, you know, we preach a little bit different story. I think you need help. Uh, It doesn't have to be for me. But if you're going to seek help on your financial life, it should be all-encompassing as to do with your taxes, estate planning, investing, uh, risk management, all that stuff from an independent fee-only certified financial planner. Uh, That's the only way I believe you're going to cut down your risk to bad advice when you have an advisor who only works for you, is only paid by you, and has the top credential in the business. Go to jasonqualscfp.com. I'm out of here for today. I appreciate you listening. You can listen online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com. Just click podcast. I'll be back at you tomorrow, same time, same channel. Keep it locked in right here on WGN. More local.